What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 253 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Get over here! And Shelly Nolan. <laughs> Hello. This week, we're geeking out about Nintendo being directly disappointing, Mortal Kombat's super cool trailer, and Movie Pass. Uh, but first, before we get into the podcast, a couple things. Uh, the Pledge Drive is coming up. It will be March 5th at 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, correct? Yes, you threw me off because you said PST, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pacific Pacific Standard Time. 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Yeah. Also. That. <laughs> we have... Time zones are weird here. <laughs> we're from all over the place. So, yeah. we're really excited. We're going to play a lot of really cool uh, games. Come hang out with us on twitch.tv slash kicksundergrace. Um, even if you can't give uh, anything uh, financially, don't worry about it. Like, we just want to hang out. And, and yeah, we can get into the podcast. I am playing a lot more Assassin's Creed. Uh, I've, I'm so close to being done. Um, but other than that, I really haven't done anything new. I guess where I'm at as far as being done, I have done everything on the map. Uh, not side quest stuff, but like the little claim the territories map. Oh, yeah, the raids and stuff. No, not even that. Like the, when you claim, you're like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go do this area to try to get the alliances. Oh, okay, gotcha. So gotcha. I've got the map filled, uh, and then they gave me a new map piece, um, which is like like the end of it. Things get crazy oh. towards the end of that, that game. It's it's super cool. Yeah, they do. Assassin's Creed does its thing where just everything's weird, um, and it's so confusing because I haven't played the other ones. Like I probably need to read up on the lore. Because it's kind of self-contained, but there's also a lot that I think would make a lot more sense if I'd played the other games. The lore is bonkers. It is so weird. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away, but there are ties in this game to, like, Assassin's Creed 3. Yep. So, I mean, it's just kind of crazy that... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, It's all connected. Like, if you've played all the games, there's there's a reward for that, which is kind of cool. Right now, it's probably too late by the time this podcast goes up. There was actually Black Flag uh, stuff you get for your boat. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I will probably have that beaten in the next couple weeks. Cool. If I if I really grind on it, we'll see. What have you been playing, LJ? Okay, um, so I've been playing... Uh, the first thing I'm playing is kind of weird. It's uh, SNK versus Capcom Match of the Millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got a review copy of this. Um, what it is is it's a port on the Switch of a Neo Geo Pocket Color game, which is basically okay. an it's basically a Game Boy Color game, but like slightly better. And so it was one of these things like as a joke, I was like not not really as a joke, but I was like whatever, like this will be probably stupid, like I don't expect much out of it. Um, but it's actually a competent little fighting game <laughs> and, uh, it's a pretty good port Weird. and yeah, it's good. It's like they they have, they're all these squatty looking like pocket sized, like fighter characters from SNK and Capcom. You have an arcade mode, you have like all these extra challenge modes like survival and, and such that you would have in a regular fighting game. There's unlockable characters, which I haven't seen in a fighting game 
in years except for like Smash. Nice. Um, because they're all DLC characters now. Like that's e- true. Even, like even before Smash's DLC, like I loved how in Smash you actually had to unlock those like seventy characters. Yeah, like when Ultimate came out, I we literally had an all nighter unlocking everyone. <laughs> yeah, and and I miss that about fighting games. Like there's all the stuff that you would unlock was DLC. Yeah. And uh, so. Yeah, this is a fun little fun little thing. I'm working on a review for it, and I just didn't expect to like keep playing it as keep playing it as much as I did. Uh, it, yeah, it brings me back to like Game Boy Color nostalgia to where like I mean we had like consoles I guess, and but there was just stuff that like I remember playing Game Boy Color ports of. And so while this isn't the real SNK versus Capcom game that we would really want, that I played on the GameCube. I, I was still like, wow, like, yeah, this is weird nostalgia for me. Definitely. I spent yeah. hours on my Game Boy Color as a kid. Um, yeah, like, I remember having ports of, like, Tomb Raider, like, a WWF game, a Batman Beyond Re- Re- uh, Return of the Joker port, like, all these random ports of games that showed up on other consoles, and that was my jam when I was oh, yeah. a kid, was Game Boy Color. I would, so my mom and dad were divorced when I was real, real young, and we had, like, a six-hour commute to, like, go visit and oh yeah so it was literally like i had the little light that went into the game boy color and we yeah, had the warm light spend six hours in the car playing game boy color um, yeah on my way there yeah and, and that's on that's honestly for the same reasons like that's why i was so attached to like the game boys and the and the portable consoles because you know my parents are also divorced so i spent a lot of time tri- from one place to the other on a similar car ride but the fact that i had this thing that i could take with me instead of like taking a console like yeah. back and forth like that right and just it, i i was so attached to it mm-hmm. definitely yeah That's yeah cool. um the other connection that i'm going to make with fighting games here is one that <laughs> does not make sense at all but they added street fighter characters to fortnite ryu with a gun yeah so they added ryu and chun li yeah uh, which, which is so random. So they've been doing weird stuff like all season. They had like Predator, they had Terminator, mm-hmm. uh, Tron uh, outfits. Oh, that's like, there's right. All this, yeah. There's all this weird stuff, and it absolutely doesn't make sense. Rocket but... League has a Ford F-150 in it now. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because like they got bought out by uh, who owns Fortnite? Epic. Epic. Yeah. So like, there's just we're gonna see some weird stuff coming out of Rocket League soon, I think. Yeah, um, and, uh, but yeah, Fortnite is just, it's been literally this ch- child's toy box, and particularly, like, these are some of my favorite franchises that I grew up with, so I'm just like, they know I'm playing this game. I made the joke on one of our chats the other day, I'm like, oh look, I accidentally hit the wrong button and bought this skin, because <laughs> I've spent so much money on skins already this, this season, <laughs> and it's like 20 bucks a pop, because you have to get... Oh, not just the skin but you got to get the glider you got to get the pickaxe you got to get the extra stuff whatever like that it has so uh my favorite thing is they have alternate outfits which are from a couple different games uh one of the back pieces you get is literally a small arcade machine and so whenever you get a kill it'll show an animation of a particular character on the screen mm-hmm. of of the arcade machine like doing like one oh, of their moves oh that's cool yeah yeah, so like that, I kind of geeked out about that a little bit too. Um, nice. Yeah, so, and it's again like I was already playing that SNK versus Capcom game, so I was like, this is totally feeding my urge for fighting games right now. 
And I'm also looking into getting a budget fight stick now, too, because I'm just like, you know what? I just want... I'm all in on fighting games right now, so... <laughs> um, you definitely get on kicks. Yeah, I do. I do. I have... I, I do have kicks and phases and such, and... Um, yeah, so that's just kind of my current current phase right now that I'm in. <laughs> kind of weirdly related. Uh, YouTube. I get into these, like, holes from YouTube's, like, homepage, where they just yeah. give me stuff, and I wa- I don't know why I watch it and let it let it do this to me. But I have been watching uh, for the last two days. Uh, so it's TMNT on Injustice Two. Yes. Literally, their intro quips. Oh yeah. I yeah. don't know why. It's so that's so fun that's to the me. fun part about like buying DLC characters from like those Injustice and Mortal Kombat games because they have ban- banter back and forth no matter what. Like, yeah, so and some of them are very the th- customized. Yeah. So the the thing that I. I really liked is like in Mortal Kombat 11 was like playing those new DLC characters and listening to what they have to say and what they like their comments towards each other and see like what Easter eggs they pull from. Yeah. Like they've, they've made it kind of clear through the ones I've been watching so many of them for some reason. Um, Batman is like training the turtles right now. Uh, was there any story to injustice 2's DLC or was it just kind of, no, there was not story, but, the reason, what I think they're pulling from with that is that there was a recent comic in the last couple of years where yeah, Batman yeah, yeah. did team up with the Turtles. So. Okay. He's like, you've... Yeah. He's like, I was told you didn't do your training. And Mikey's like, I kind of forgot. <laughs> I was just like, these are amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Fun to watch them all. Anyways, I won't yeah. go. And they're all quotable, so you don't need to spend the podcast quoting them. Right, right. <laughs> but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Real weird thing that I've been into <laughs> <That's> cool. <laughs> cool. what are you been playing shelly uh nothing super new but just more appreciation of games i already have so first up is beat saber i finally mm-hmm. got a couple more mods for that game and i and i went nice. through uh beast saber so that's sort of the um mod community is is very connected with beast saber because that's where you can like share your custom songs um, cool. I like actually like because you know originally I just had the regular mods that that they just kind of install with it not the game itself but like with the mod assistant you get from the GitHub. Um, but I like, didn't want to mess with it too much more because Beat Saber is still a pretty new game for me. But I'm like okay, there's some really cool maps out there that I want to try. So I went to Beat Saber. I like looked the top games. Sorry, not games. The top songs. maps. Yeah, the top maps. songs and maps that um, were recommended by all the the people who work there. And uh, I got songs that I, you know, already like, and um, so that was really cool. So like, uh, like Mr. Blue Sky, like I played that in my friend's uh, house originally. So like, I knew that was gonna be fun, and um, like in a couple of ABBA songs and stuff like that. But there's some maps that are just so well done that it's just like mind blowing, and they're like songs I already like, which is so cool. <laughs> so like, there's um, uh, Madian. Uh, the Prince, great song, um, but they have whoever made this map just like really went hard with the visuals and it's just like rainbow colors everywhere and it legitimately feels like you're in a rave. It's amazing. <laughs> but like by yourself, right? You're, you're raving by yourself, which is great. Um, I'm going through and I saw God of War, uh, one of the songs from the game. As yeah. Well. That's, That's awesome. So, so you weird. feel like you're yeah. in God of War. 
there's like people are so creative like i i don't even have like some of the most creative ones like i know there's one where it's like you're essentially picking for diamonds in minecraft it's like minecraft music and you just what? get a block, bunch of blocks that you have a little pickaxe so and you're like bunk, 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 and stuff like it's so cool so there's that one there's um also look at the sky by porter robinson um song came out fairly recently but um already someone has create basically created like the music video within this game or at least like a very wow. very visual like you can see the lyrics go by and the game is sorry the map is really really hard so you have to practice right. it so like i tried it and i i just couldn't even get past the first like two seconds honestly it was way too hard <laughs> but i'm like you know what i love this i love that i have this they have um, black pinks do 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 yeah, it's, they have <laughs> so like much. It's so amazing. There's um one of the ones that really impressed me was "Wait" by M83, which is a song I listened to a lot in middle school. Um, That's cool. And I'm like, bro, this is a random song to be <laughs> on the curated list. And it's very slow. You know, when you think of Beat Saber, at least when I think of Beat Saber, I think of like pretty high paced yeah. um, songs. Um, but but it's like a slow song, but. It's literally like an experience if you have the right mods because it's like you're like it looks like you're walking down a road and there's stuff going by and you That's see the so lyrics weird. come up and you're just like very calmly <laughs> it's like such a vibe you like go on the street and then you go in like an ocean and then you go into space at the end That's it's so wild. it's surreal like I'm like this is why I got VR this is why I wanted <laughs> VR was because you can create these just so cool experiences within these spaces. Um, so that was just super impressive. Also, it was just awesome. Like you can find your favorite video game soundtracks. Someone's made a map of it. Like I got some Undertale songs. Um, I got a Hollow Knight Ooh, song. Cool. I got Fire Emblem Three Houses songs. It's just a blast. One of the ones that was also really cool though is a uh, Star Sky uh, by Two Steps From Hell, which again, I love Two, Two Steps From Hell anyway. And um, again, that sort of music, it's very like epic and orchestral. You don't really think of that with Beat Saber, but then you play this song and it's like they, whoever made this map, like made it so the walls just move in such an artistic way. And like with the colors, mm. like, oh, I can't, I can't get over it. Um, <laughs> if you don't have uh, VR, if you don't have Beat Saber or whatever, um, I highly recommend at least checking it out on YouTube and like looking at these maps because it's just an, it's, obviously ideal to like experience it for yourself but just yeah. being able to see the work that people put into these maps for you know free you don't buy this stuff um if this is all a separate community from the actual people who create beat saber so it's like these two communities coming together i don't know i was really just having a good time with that plus i was playing a bunch of daft pug songs which is probably oh. timely because i didn't realize um that they would be splitting up and uh, not continuing that and i'm like really sad about it but that um, was that was today specifically. yes that was today I was like man no yeah. more tron music if they do another movie that made me sad because i'm I like know. if disney ever wises up and does another tron movie we're not gonna have any more daft punk soundtrack yeah, oh, yeah so i that's just a huge bummer but it was like literally just yesterday i was playing beats they were playing so much daft punk which are just you know <laughs> great song choices to have and then oh, uh, yeah. you know, just today i'm like oh, mm. no. so there's that um so beats tabor has been really really fun and um, I've also been playing a lot more Minecraft. Um, so I've oh, been nice. playing actually with some of Daniel's old friends from like middle school, which has been super duper cool just cause like, you know, internet stuff, you could just come together and like, um, oops, I just hit the desk. Um, <laughs> you just like come together and like still play Minecraft. Um, 
and we're all playing on different systems. Like some people are on PC and someone's on some people are on Switch, that's and that's cool. just like super fun. Um, and I feel like I just have more appreciation for this game when when I'm playing with other people. Like I've played yeah. by myself and like I get nowhere. I've played just with Daniel and like we have a world and it's like gotten kind of far, but it's like way more fun to like actually have a community of people who are like all collectively working in this like commune essentially <laughs> yeah we're like oh we're all communists we all share everything uh thankfully it's not actual communism but um it's just a great <laughs> it's just a great time it's so relaxing and um anyway so i've just found a really uh new appreciation for that game recently that's cool, cool. well we'll get into the news then lj i know some big stuff happening yeah, so... He's like, eh. We're just going to talk about <laughs> Nintendo first. Um, since I, they get it out of the way. So I thought there was cool stuff. I was told that you guys weren't a big fan of it. Um, well, there but was I cool some stuff, stuff, but... I didn't watch it. I just like looked at the highlights yeah, and was like, that job. sounds awesome. Okay. So I wanted to preface that before I'm like, we get into it. Yeah, this <laughs> Nintendo Direct that happened on Thursday, 50 minutes long. Um, the Zelda fans and Metroid fans are not happy right now because they all we all wanted a uh, like trilogy like collections and like these 35th anniversary celebrations and right Breath of the Wild kind 2 of, news and yeah and Breath of the Wild 2 news and I guess to kick that off for Zelda um, they showed up and was like hey we don't have any news but here's this port that we're still gonna charge sixty dollars for yeah it's... for Skyward Sword HD. It's it's so funny that they have the audacity to say that it's HD. It's technically yeah. higher resolution, I think, but it, yeah. if you watch the video, it looks the same. Like, you're not going to tell the difference. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe once the game comes out, people have side-by-side -side comparisons. Maybe yeah. it'll be a drastic difference, but, like, no. Honestly, yeah. it's not nearly as close as, like, Wind Waker was H to right. HD or Twilight right. Princess was HD. I'm just like... I, I was literally joking halfway through that trailer. I'm like, I watch, they're going to call it HD, even though it's not HD. <laughs> and uh, they did. I was just like, you didn't change anything. I'm, so. I'm bummed that this isn't part of a 35th anniversary collection like, like Mario kind of did. Because mm -hmm. they could have done maybe Ocarina, the 3DS version, like mm -hmm. that updated version. They could have yeah. decided be between Wind Waker or Twilight Princess. And then they could have had this as the third one. Because yeah. I would have been totally down for that, but at the $60 price tag, I'm probably going to get those Joy-Cons before I think about getting the game. The game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just have so many mixed feelings, because I even remember when the yeah. Switch first came out, my first thought was, we need Skyward Sword on this system. Yeah. But, yeah. like, now that's been years later, and now that I'm, like, actually looking at it, I have so many conflicted feelings, because on one hand, the Joy-Cons, motion controls make so much sense, but... Yeah. My Joy-Cons have been drifting forever, and I just said, like, okay, I'm, I don't need new Joy-Cons. I'm just going to play everything on my Pro Controller, or I'm not going to yeah. play. Like, I have, I don't play handheld. If I play handheld, right. I, I prop it tabletop mode, and then I use uh, my Pro Controller, like, for everything. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, oh, we have it so you can play with um, a controller. Yeah. Like, you can play on handheld mode. You use the right stick to yeah. swing your sword. And I'm like okay that that's interesting awkward. what if i'm just trying to turn the camera and i slice someone's head off you know what i mean like i just that's my instinct now as you know as a gamer 
As yeah. as someone who just plays lost games, you, you usually use the right thumbstick for a camera turn. But um, yeah, the fact that it's sixty bucks is a little bit gross to me. Um, I, I wasn't just a think huge that... fan of the game in the first place. Well, yeah, I've, I've never tried yeah. it, so I I would be down to play it because I've never played it. Um, then there's the argument that we all paid sixty dollars for both Twilight Princess and Wind Waker on Wii U, so I get that. I'm but like, those games were good. And they had to yeah. do a lot more to HD res them. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I, yeah. Like, there was a lot more work that gets put into doing something like that than it does a game that yeah. was already... Was like, yeah. Like, you we can do an saw, HDMI into a Wii. We also <laughs> yeah. saw, like, a lot of, like, changes. And technically, we may we don't know what changes they are making if they're making any changes with Skyward Sword. Like, mm. I kind of hope they do. Because they did with Wind Waker HD, they did with Twilight yeah. Princess. They added features. They like. I would added assume the Joy Cons are more accurate than they were back then. Probably, I hope so. Not that it was com- like yeah. super <laughs> inaccurate then, but I mean, uh, I yeah. heard the Wii Motion Plus actually was not bad. Um, but the Joy Cons are basically like be- better Wiimotes, so yeah, we're good. But yeah, like I, it would make more sense with the sixty dollars price point if we knew what the changes were besides just yeah. controlling changes because that was like their main advertisement with this yeah. game was like hey we're bringing this game back and now you can play with joy cons or a controller and that was like their selling point and i'm like yeah. if that's your selling point like that's a given if you're putting if you're porting it to the system <laughs> obviously you're gonna have to work on controls that yeah. shouldn't be a selling point like you need something yeah. else and like, of course they they may have more things in the future that we'll see. Now with an open means world. HD rumble. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Amiibos or some other stuff or yeah. a new game mode or new dungeon or new thing. Like, I just... They could add Link's crossbow training to it if they want. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> be, cool. even that. I don't know. That would be fine. But, like, I just... I'm a, I think I'm a little bit scarred, and I think a lot of the Nintendo community is a little bit scarred from the Mario's 30, uh, 3D, Mario 3D, yeah. and how that just seemed like all of them were, like, they were what the people wanted, Yeah, yeah. similar to a Skyward Sword. I think a lot of people did want Skyward Sword on the Switch, but the yeah. problem is they were lazy ports. They were literally yeah. just bad ports, and everyone yep. acknowledges that, and um, the fact was... That like for me, it's like I defended the sixty dollars price point for that game because it was three games in one, twenty bucks each. Exactly, it that's, seemed that's, that fine enough um, for me personally, but I still understood why yeah. people were like, "This is too expensive." But for for yeah. now, it's like here's Skyward Sword, uh, another ten year old game that, as far as we can tell, is gonna have the same treatment as these yeah. Mario games. Um, at least it's not a limited edition that we, as far as we're aware. But who knows, right? I just... <laughs> you, know, you know what's so crazy about that whole limited edition thing with Mario is that there are tons of retail copies still. So yeah. it's like it's not it's not like you're not going to be able to ever find that game again at all. It's weird. I just <laughs> I just don't really know what Nintendo's doing. Like, yeah. they're so disconnected from the their audience, it seems like. Yeah. Like, why would they... <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess that leads into more of the direct stuff because... So we got the other two, I think, really cool things we got were the Mario Golf and oh, yeah, Splatoon Mario 3. Golf. The Mario Golf looks cool. <laughs> that looks a lot of fun. Like yeah, I totally yeah. wanna, I totally wanna set a tea time with some buddies and just like play some Mario Golf. Um, mm-hmm. 
But uh, Splatoon 3 was a big surprise, even though that was still kind of misleading in some ways. As far as, like, the tone and what it was going to be. Because I was like, is this even going to be, like, a new Splatoon 3? Or is this, like, a single-player thing? Are we going to get Splatoon Breath of the Wild? And then it turned out to be, like, Splatoon 3. And I was like, oh, okay. I I, am. I'm high for Splatoon 3. I didn't know I wanted Splatoon 3 uh, at the moment, but I do now. (laughs) I'm excited for that. I'm glad that they kept doing, like, they're going with another one. Because... Yeah, they kind of stopped with Splatoon two. They weren't doing anything anymore. It makes yeah. sense that they were working on another game. Yeah, but it kind of like with Nintendo. I never figure I'll get a sequel of something until the next console. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what people are saying. And now there's also memes going around like, "Are we going to get another Mario Kart on the Switch because we're getting another Splatoon oh, on the Switch?" And other people cool. are like, "Well, maybe the Switch Pro will be out by then, and they're going to like sort of tie that together or something." But I just don't know. Um... It is a little interesting that they would choose to put energy into a brand new game and not putting more energy into a game that is already out, like with more splat yeah. for more Splatfest and more content and more DLC yeah. or whatever. But maybe they just feel like they've exhausted it or something. Yeah, they've been kind of winding down the Splatfest and stuff. I mean, they too. yeah, I know they stopped the Splatfest for a while, then they brought them back, and then oh, I didn't know they brought them back. Yeah, I remember they, seeing they, kind of the kind end of, of them for a while. Yeah. Um, and then it was where they were making, you can make your own Splatfest, right? Or something like that? Uh, I, I have remember, no idea. There was something where they, you could make like a fan thing. Like like players could go in and make their own event. Yeah. Huh. Um, and I haven't played so long. And at this point, I, I want to pick it back up because I'm hyped for yeah. Splatoon 3. Like, I'm still yeah. hyped. To, even if I don't understand what Nintendo's thinking, I'm still excited for it. And I I think I want to get that DLC, that uh, Octopath, not Octopath Traveler, no. The Octoling? Octoling DLC, because I don't (laughs) think I have that yet, and I want to get that. Octoling Traveler, um, a Splatoon RPG. Yeah, I get more more hype for Splatoon 3, get back into it, I think. Speaking Um, of RPGs. Yeah. Triangle um, Strategy was actually another low-key one that I was excited for. Yeah. Yeah. I was worried that I'm like, oh, this is more Octopath, like... I don't want to watch characters stand in a line and just hit each other. But when they added <laughs> when they added the strategy stuff, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm down for this because yeah. I like Fire Emblem, I like Final Fantasy Tactics. Exactly, and it's, it's so actually funny a style like... game that I've never played. Besides oh, that yeah. mobile app that I did, mobile Fire yeah. Emblem game. Yeah, I, I like oh, the right, strategy here. stuff a lot. Um, it's great because like. I, I, I watched the direct before Daniel did just because he was working and I also was working, but like I work from home, so it was a little bit easier just kind of put it on the background when I was working. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, lunch break, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I saw that and my first thought was Daniel because he loved Octopath Traveler and obviously he loves Fire Emblem just as much as me, if not more. So this is like, I was like, this is your game, Daniel, because it's yeah. literally just Octopath plus Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. and it, like, yeah. looks beautiful. And I, I love how hyped everyone else is getting, too, because, um, and who knows, maybe it just goes to show how bad the rest of the Direct was, but from, like, looking at Twitter afterwards, everyone was, like, you know, hyped but questionable questionable about Splatoon 3, questionable yeah. about Skyward Sword, but everyone was really on board for Project Triangle Strategy, or whatever, yeah. <laughs> Triangle Strategy Project. They're going to rename name. it. I hope. Yeah. That name. But um, it looks so, it looks really cool. Um, Yeah. I still stand by, if they made, I want that team from Square Enix to remake Chrono Trigger. Yeah, that would be cool. With that art style and that HD. 2D HD. Oh, cool. 
Yeah. Like, the, I, uh, I'm all with that. I want that, the, the simplicity that comes with the pixel art and that yeah. nostalgia that comes with pixel art mixed with the graphics and beautiful environments that they have in those atmospheres and those. Yeah. Like, it's just like, like that combo, true combo. Like, it'd take yeah. a lot of work. That would be a ground up remake. Like, you couldn't yeah. just yeah. port that over and do what they did, but uh, it would be You'd so actually cool. have to work for it. Yeah. yeah. But Square I Enix would... might, Nintendo might not. That's yeah. I, exactly. I, Square Enix did that with Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, so and they put yeah. so much love in that. And I right. feel like if they really wanted to put that, that much love into something else, they would. So, yeah. I was thinking, is there any other game? I get off on tangent. We were talking about this the other day, though. Is there any other game that has thirteen endings? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I couldn't think of anything. There's plenty of games. That, well, it depends by. I mean. There's a lot of games that have many different endings or different yeah. things that can happen. Or that's like near near has like a ton of them technically. Okay. Near has a ton. Yeah, near automata. I was thinking like Witcher yeah. Three only has like four, and I was just like, man. Uh, well, Dragon Age, uh, those games have not too many different paths and endings for major things that happen in the game. But yeah, if, you like count, two... if you count, if you count minor things, like okay. did you save this person? Did you talk to this person? Okay. Did you romance this person? If you consider those, then, like, the possibilities are endless with those games, essentially. Like, you'd have so many different endings. Right. It's ridiculous. Okay. If you count all of those as being different endings, but if you count only the main, like, ones, then then that's true. There's not a ton. Yeah. But I, oh, yeah. I think I just think of Dragon Age. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we were thinking about yeah. it, and I was just like, huh? It's so, it was so ahead of its time. Yeah. Yeah, um, totally. The other controversy I'll mention quick about the Direct is that there was a lot of ports. There was some original, cool original stuff in there, but the ports was a big, was kind of an issue because, so stuff like Fall Guys, the Ninja Gaiden Collection, and Samurai Warriors 5, stuff like that, uh, they made it seem like, oh, this is, ex they didn't say exclusive verbatim, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh, this is coming to Switch. And so uh, the Fall Guys Twitter account, after that, they said, hey guys, this is coming to Xbox too. Um, and then Koei Tecmo said about Samurai Wars and Ninja Gaiden, they said, and they said like, hey, these are coming to other things too. Uh, so there was a lot of weird language on like exclusivity and stuff like that. So yeah. there's a lot of these ports and new games that are also coming to other platforms. So, uh, yeah, it yeah, was funky. It was just a weird direct because, because there were two thirds of it, I would say yeah. were ports from games that are already active <clears throat> on like PC or potentially other consoles yeah. um, or are very, very old games that they're yeah. like putting again on the switch for you to experience again. And it was like the question of like, Oh, is this exclusive to the switch? Is that what they're putting on the direct? And then it's yeah. like, no, not nope. even that. So it's like, why? Like they've done Nintendo Switch uh, like mini directs in the past, and they've done yeah. indie directs, and they've done directs ju just specific for this sort of thing. So it's really weird for me, like seeing them yeah. do this big direct. I would think they'd really want to focus and hone in on their properties, yeah. but they're like. No, we're going to talk about a bunch of like ports and things and games that are already out there, yeah, just coming to consoles stuff. in general. But, uh, including the Switch, so we're going to talk about it. It's just like... Yeah. No, if I... No. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, and we know you love Hades. Here's a boxed version of oh, it. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> mean, I saw Hades was there, and I'm like, oh, what are they going to do? And it's just like, oh, now you can have it uh, physical. And I'm like... Here's a box. <laughs> wow, that's that's awesome. I'm not going to get it. I love Hades. 
I'm not going to get a physical edition. I already got the digital. Like, I, uh, like, yeah. I don't know, man. It was just yeah. a weird time. It's like, I'm, I'm watching the direct because, or at least, again, a main direct. Because yeah. in the past, they've trained us to just recognize mini directs and indie directs and to, to sort of see different patterns there. But now, like, here's a big direct, and my brain is like, okay, we're talking about big Nintendo properties, which, of course, they still did. Like, they yeah. did talk about Skyward Sword a lot, and they did have their big thing be Splatoon 3. But, man, just the rest of that was so rough. Yeah. It was so rough. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. I'll touch on this real quick too, because Blizzard had their big thing, uh, BlizzCon, BlizzCon Line, as they called it. Nice. Um, the big highlights there were Diablo Two is getting a remake, uh, which looks awesome. Uh, it's coming to everything. They showed stuff from Diablo Four. Uh, World of Warcraft is getting some stuff, and they're getting an expansion again to WoW Classic, which is weird. Um, they put out a lot of Overwatch Two updates, which look really cool. And I had some other stuff like Hearthstone related, um, and and some of the other stuff. But uh, uh, yeah, a lot of those bigger announcements are were pretty cool. Uh, I I personally enjoyed the Diablo two and Overwatch thing. But, yeah, uh, a lot of my friends were pretty hyped about that too. Yeah, Overwatch is cool. Like some of the maps are gonna have like updated weather effects. There's an updated PVE mode, which is getting comparisons to like Left for Dead and things like that, to where you're gonna be able to do like actual story missions and stuff like that and like more interact more with that world so i, th- I think that's gonna be cool yeah yeah um yeah so that's um, blizzcon online and uh, that's pretty much the gaming news a couple of big events so cool yeah well we get into the movies then lj you actually watched probably the newest movie i didn't watch anything um is it monster hunter the new one I mean, there was yes. no other movie yet, I guess. I was like, maybe yeah, there's no, some no. animated thing I don't know about. No, so <laughs> this, is, this is where this is pretty dirty, because Monster Hunter World is very popular, and Monster Hunter Rise is about to come out. And uh, so uh, I was in discussions with the movie department around December when this movie came out. It was supposed to come out in theaters and uh, on-demand like services. And mm-hmm. so what happened is I was waiting for this movie to come on Vudu, and then December 25th gets here, same day as Wonder Woman, this day that they said it was going to come out. And I'm like, it's not here. I checked all the way up into January. I'm like, it's not here. I, I gave up. Uh, so then the other day, it um, it showed up on Vudu, and so I got it, because uh, I'm going to be covering this for the movie department, um, since I have some uh, familiarity with the games. And I, there's a lot of unnecessariness to it. Uh, there's definitely nepotism going on, because... Paul W. Sanderson's wife is uh, Mia Jovovich. Mm-hmm. And Sony said, we don't care because all those Resident Evil movies made us money. Um, <laughs> so there's this, there's this whole military angle to it that uh, does not need to be in the game. Or not, not need, it's not in the game, but it doesn't need to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Jaw is basically plays the hunter character, which is kind of the role that everybody plays in the games. So they literally could have just made the movie based off of like his character and the other characters he interacts with in, in that movie. Um, most of it is like a su- story of survival between him and um, Mia Jovovich's character. Uh, but uh, I, they have the aesthetics there, like everything, the set designs, the monsters, the costumes, that's straight up Monster Hunter. They spend a good uh, part of the movie even 
hunting monsters for their parts, which is something you actively do in the game. So That's I'm cool. like, okay, that, that, that hits a note that I wanted it to hit. The weapons are, and everything, like, all of that stuff was straight up Monster Hunter, which I thought was cool. Um, but then there was just some cringy stuff going on. Like, there was these, like, spider monsters. She throws this, like, it's like a small, like, a, like belt of bullets. And she throws it down. She she lights it on fire and, like, lets it slide down this tunnel where these spider things are at. And the bullets pop off, like, as if they were in a gun. I'm like, that is not realistic mm. at all. <laughs> is that how that works? Physics. Physics. Yeah, uh... and, uh... <laughs> yeah, so I even looked it up just cause, just to be sure. I'm like, this can't happen. Um, and then like this military ca- group of people they have, they keep spouting all the all this military lingo, sing boot, boot camp songs. Like they try so hard to get you to believe, like, oh yeah, these are real military soldiers. And I'm like, nah, like. <laughs> but yeah, like there was in the in the right hands, this movie could have been so much better if. Paul W.S. Anderson, like, that dude just, he does whatever he wants, and it's sad, because in the right hands of somebody really awesome, like, it could have been, it could have been a really cool movie, and that kind of sucks, because it, it's like, just go play the games, don't bother (laughs) watching this. I'm probably going to give it, like, a five anyway, because, like, there was things I appreciated about it that, like, a lot of people maybe won't. Um, as far as, like, the aesthetic and the set design and stuff, like, there were some really cool, like, visual pieces that I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. As easy as acting, I am to please, do you think I'll like it? I think you will. Yeah, I think you <laughs> cool. will. Cool. Um, wait it's for... Good special effects. Wait, yeah, wait to rent it, and, or not even... I mean, if you want to wait till it comes to a service or wait to rent it, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... It's so bad. The ending is so bad, too. Like, it's not even... It's one of those things, like, kind of like how you said about the Fantastic Four movie... Uh-huh. About how about how it feels like a beginning chapter of a movie. Like, it's like a really ex- long first act. Ex- except worse. Yeah. So, like, they literally just end it on this, like, random cliffhanger that, like... It, it feels like they ended the movie right before the climax. Like, and okay. I'm just like, this is stupid. Honestly, a first <laughs> so, act for... Yeah. With Fantastic Four, it felt like the yeah. first two acts were done at a three-act yeah. movie. And, like, yeah. the third act just doesn't happen. That That's how this is. And it's verbatim. It's yeah. like, and, and it's one of those things where they try so hard to be like, yeah, we're going to make this and we're going to make another movie and we already know it. Like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's so bad. Um, yeah. So that was my <laughs> experience. I just re-downloaded Monster Hunter World because I needed to clean. <laughs> cleanse the palate. It's, it, yeah, I needed to cleanse the palate. It's kind of like washing my eyes out with like something much better. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was my experience. Cool. Yeah. Shelly, you watched a few movies. Yeah, I'm still on a uh, Studio Ghibli sort of there you vibe. Go. You, got a, <laughs> you watched, got a kick uh, of your own going on. Yeah, I talked about Princess Monoke last week, I think. Um, but yeah. this week I watched uh, Ponyo with Daniel. He had never seen Ponyo. So we watched it. it it's If it's not the first one I watched at this studio, it's at least the second it was one of the first movies I saw, um, first do Ghibli. So yeah. it's, it's a special place in my heart. It's such a weird movie. Like it's definitely very different than some of the other ones, especially like Princess Monoke. But, um, I can't help but love it. I just love it. Like, yeah. and I, it's so funny how many famous voices are in it. 
which is kind of on par with other Studio Ghibli movies, like yeah. their English mm-hmm. dubs, but it's just so funny. Liam Neeson is just so... It's like, why is he here? Yeah. And or like Billy Bob Thornton in Mononoke. It's just like, what? Yeah. But <laughs> I think my favorite part... I think my favorite part is that the two leads, Ponyo and uh, Sasuke... Is so Ponyo is um Miley Cyrus's little sister, I believe. Oh, wow. uh, oh f- I forget her first name, but it's it's something Cyrus. And then Frankie Jonas <laughs> is Sasuke, who is the is the fourth Jonas, he's the younger Jonas and the Jonas <laughs> brothers. It's so funny. They're just like, hey, we need some famous kids. Let's let's get these Disney stars little siblings. Because they were definitely <laughs> still Disney stars back then. It's so funny to me. But yeah. um but also, they did a great job, honestly. Like, I, I feel like the, I, I'm i fine watching dubs. I'm fine watching subs. Same. I'm cool with whatever. Personally, I don't mind the dubs. And I think they did a good job. But it's just so funny to me how they're like, we got to get all these big name actors in here um, in order to get people in the West in, in the West to care about this movie. Um, but then, like, we need to fame some famous kids. Let's just take some kids that, like, are already, like, almost famous. <laughs> So, yeah. um, if you haven't seen Ponyo yet, you should definitely check it out. Um, it's really cute. It's definitely a little bit more of a kids movie. It's a little bit trippy, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. kind of like visually, it's it's very trippy. It's yeah. so pretty though. Like it's a yeah, beautiful. Very pretty. It's so cool because like in Princess Mononoke, you see all these shots of the forest, and in contrast to Iron Town and sort of this dichotomy there, Ponyo is all focused on the water, man. Yeah. All the water and it's it's just the fish. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. So and also Ponyo, I just love her. I love Ponyo. She's so weird. Reject <laughs> humanity, return to fish. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I watched Ponyo and then I also watched Spirit Away again just because I felt like it. Because that's just my honestly, first Ghibli movie. Yeah, it's so good. It's just mine was Kiki's delivery service. Oh, I also love Kiki's. Oh, they're so good. All of them are so good. Um, <laughs> but I actually haven't even seen most of them to be honest. But I've seen the the famous ones, the really famous mm-hmm. ones, I guess. But um, Spirit Way is just so good. Like it's such a good movie. Just like kind of have on the ba- on in the background and just like vibe. Like that's kind of what I was doing. I was just like playing you Minecraft. Watch Porco and Rosso. It. The Porco Rosso is one of my favorites. I need to watch Porco Rosso. That's one I do need to watch. But uh, again, if you like any spirited, a spirit, uh, sorry, if you like any Studio <laughs> Ghibli movies, or if you just like animated movies in general, you have to watch Spirit Away. I don't care if you don't like anime. I don't care. Top tier. It's real weird. I don't care. It's so good. You just gotta watch <laughs> it. I think I watched it when I was maybe eight or nine. Yeah, and like I was so confused as a kid because it was my one of my first anime movies that I'd watched. Oh, it was like, like, yeah. this? There's Pokemon. no explosion. You're just like, no action. why are they pigs? Uh, yeah. Why? Is, <laughs> why is he a dragon now? What's hot paper? The paper's a ta- yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> oh, they're now they're now they're a little mouse and like there's so many transformations that just like yeah, you, kinda, you really like, do what? have to pay attention. What's to those. happening? And you're obviously you're not gonna know what's happening. Why what's happening, are the parents but... pigs? <laughs> But it's a, it's just such a good movie. Um, but I've ranted yeah. enough. I will... Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll watch another one this week and uh, talk about it next week. But... Cool. I think the parents being pigs thing is this big spoiler, isn't it? Isn't that like the end of the movie that she finds that out? No, it's the, literally the first thing that happens. Is it the beginning? Okay. I knew it's they the turned beginning. into pigs. I just didn't know if she like, realized that they were or not. It's been a while. Oh, no. She, she's very aware. Yeah, okay. She just watches them and she's like... <laughs> 
before he gets picked now. <laughs> I was like, was that a pig reveal at the end? That's not a spoiler. It was a, it was a pig reveal. <laughs> it was a pig reveal. Maybe I need to rewatch it. It's been a while. You should. I, again, it's all, on, it's all on HBO Max. So. I've probably I've seen that it. movie also more times than any other Ghibli movie. And it's so funny because uh, Lisa, Lisa is the same voice as Meg from uh, Hercules. Which is also just amazing to me because I'm just like, oh, it's Meg. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, super super weird. Um, cool. Well, we get into the movie news. Go for it, Shelley. Yeah. Well, we got a couple trailers that we could talk about first. Or yeah. actually, do we want to talk about first? Let's talk about the other thing first. Um, okay. I think yeah. it's probably that'll be a little bit quicker to get through. So, um, the Flash movie has finally cast their Supergirl. So it's Sasha Cal. Um, she's not very popular. Like, I, I didn't recognize her name. I didn't recognize her face. But I guess she's from um, a soap opera. She's from uh, Young and the Reckless. Wait, was it? Restless. Restless. But it's one of those famous ones. So, But she's in there. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's pretty hype. Uh, uh, very clearly different than the Supergirl from the show. Like, that's, I guess, was kind of already established anyway. That they're yeah. very, they're sort of different. But um, just mm-hmm. further pushing that envelope i guess is like i, I like the idea that she's relatively like a no-namer basically i think i love that i think i i'm really hyped when we see lesser known actors in bigger movies like this because yeah yeah you know obviously if you're gonna get like some really really good actor and pay a ton of money for them like they're gonna be good like we know this but i think showing newer people and like introducing them to that spotlight can be really really cool and then it's like you're not just seeing this one person and being like oh i can't stop thinking of this other character they did or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. right so kind of like bruce um, willis is like he's bruce willis in every movie yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and like dwayne the rock johnson the you're rock, like hey yeah. you're great but you literally play the same role in every movie um except yeah. for like i would say I would say moana was a little bit different than his usual role but it's usually like big tough guy yeah. who can fight but is trying to do his best, that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's a really cool opportunity to be able to just like bring someone who um, no one really knows and yeah. uh, can do a really good job. So at least hopefully, right? I hopefully she does a good job. Right. But WB. so that's what we got for DCEU. But uh, let's transition into some trailers. So we got the Mortal Kombat trailer. The Red Band trailer specifically has, has, has come out. And it's definitely bloody. Because <laughs> it's a Red Band <laughs> yeah. trailer. Yes. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think of it? I'm not very attached to Mortal Kombat. I think it looks so cool. Nice. I, I, I do like how the, it seems like. So they are going to have the fatalities. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is very, you know, like they show that. I was worried whether they were going to make it too grotesque, like if they were trying yeah, to match gory. the video games verbatim. I think what what they showed was that, like, hey, you know this fatality from the game? We're going to do that. Um, people are going to get their arms ripped off, and yeah, um, people are, you're going to see somebody's fist go through somebody's body, like kind of a thing. Like, yeah, it feels way I'm more like, like Mortal Kombat than it does Saw, which was kind of my worry. Yes, yes, or, that was my yeah. worry too. I was worried we were going to see a lot of bone, a lot of blood, a lot of organs, like kind of what they're doing in the games currently. And I'm just like, that's not going to be great in real life. Um, yeah. As a fan, I think it looks cool. Uh, we talked about the synopsis before. Uh, I realized that there is no Johnny Cage, uh, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the idea, though, is that they want to highlight more foreign actors, uh, which I think is also cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we can still get there's... a Johnny Cage. Like, we didn't see one in the trailer, but 
Right, right, yeah. Um, and th- and then uh, there's there's like teases that uh, the main character might be tied to the ancestry of Scorpion somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's going to be exciting. I'm re- I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with this. I geeked out when I saw Goro because I'm like, yes, they're going to do Goro. Yeah. Um, I was really surprised to see that. I almost am worried that that's like they should have saved that. I think. Yeah. But I was still excited. That's one of those things that would have been like cool to be like, oh, he's here. It- it's almost like when I first saw Doomsday in the Batman vs. Superman trailer, I was so excited as a fan of Doomsday, but then I was like, man, I would have flipped if I, if yeah. like, I w- if they waited for that. I'm hoping that that wasn't a big reveal that they kind of, like, cheetahs us out on, right. and it's, uh, like, they've got bigger things in store. I'm hoping. Right, right. Um, um, I don't know what the tattoo birthmark thing is, like, a funny thing, because there was a tattoo thing in Mortal Kombat Annihilation that people made fun of forever. So, um, I think that's them trying to be like, Hey, you know, that thing, we're going to make it cooler. Um, so who who knows, but I, I like what they're doing with it. I think it's unlike Paul W.S. Anderson, director of the original Mortal Kombat, which actually wasn't that bad. They're actually doing this movie well. Yeah. Which that is probably his only good movie. What is with him uh, and video games? Video game movies. Um, I guess I don't know. I don't know. The original Mortal Kombat movie was fine. And I think he's done some other fine movies, but I think at one point when Sony kept paying him, that dude just did whatever he wanted. Um, but unlike him, uh, this movie looks very faithful. Uh, so yeah, I think this director is, is taking it seriously and trying to put their own spin on it in a good way. I love Scorpion and Sub-Zero. And it was yeah. really weird. I still don't know why I thought this. It was the second time watching the trailer, so it literally might have been just that I had seen the trailer beforehand. But the uh. actor for Scorpion, like, made so much sense for Scorpion. Yeah. I was like, I've seen him before with Scorpion. I, I actually went back to the... Um, Legacy, whatever? Legacies to see if it was him, and it wasn't. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, that actor is so well if cast it- that it was in my mind that he was... I was like, that is Scorpion. Um somewhere else and maybe excited. it was just from the animated movie i think maybe they just look so similar yeah there i'm excited to see like an epic like almost like horror like fight scene like at the beginning of that movie with sub-zero mm-hmm. like when they when they panned and it showed the whole like place on ice yeah uh i was like man that's gonna be a cool opening like x-men 2 nightcrawler type of scene mm-hmm. uh, if they do it that way so I- i'm excited the way they set the trailer up it seems like it Mm-hmm. the target has got powers and blah 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 yeah <laughs> that's how that's how jack loses his arms in the trailer so i think that's cool i was like ah sub-zero did it yep which that's been retconned multiple times now i think but it's still cool yeah poor jack's arms <laughs> those definitely look like they're literally cyborg's arms that they repurposed for this <laughs> yes. yeah kind of <laughs> they're yeah. very cgi like, warner brothers intense. it's like hey oh we got those arms already uh, yeah we've already done this <laughs> <laughs> here you want this asset almost like a video game <laughs> yeah <laughs> they look cool um yeah, they just, yeah. they're very heavily cgi'd yep cool. totally so that's Mortal combat uh we also got the trailer for cruella which again if you weren't if you didn't know what that was um that is the live-action movie for Cruella de Vil from, from 101 Dalmatians. Um, Disney's Joker. It's it's the yes. Joker. And it's kind of annoying <laughs> because they're really trying to be like, make a girl boss movie, but she kills puppies. You know? <laughs> like, they're trying to make her seem really cool, 
on one hand. Puppet killer. But also they're like, well, Joker was really popular. Maybe we need a Joker, but also not understanding why Joker's popular at all. Right. Like, yeah. They showed those puppies as a nod in that trailer, and I kind of got sad. I'm like, no. <laughs> it was terrible. She's going to kill the puppies. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't totally understand what, like, what's it going to be about? Because she's a fashionista, so is it just going to be, like, her, her getting into the fashion industry and being Well, clearly terrible? she's got henchmen, so, yeah. Yeah, like, and, like, when you think of the things. original, like, movie, and I guess I can't speak for the live-action one, because it's been a while since I've seen the live-action one. Because remember, that was, they did a live-action one, Hundred One Dalmatians, before, like, they did live-action for everything And it was else. good. It was, it was okay. Same, yeah, it was but fine. It was good. It was really um, good. Yeah, but, like, that original, you know, animated 101 Dalmatians, like, she wasn't even that interesting of a character. She was really right. just like, ha, I'm, I smoke a lot, and I got this big fur coat, and I just love fur. <laughs> fur is so Kill great. Puppies. You know what the best fur is? It's, like, puppy fur, because it's so soft and nice, and I'm going to kill uh... puppies so I can make fur coats out of them. <laughs> Like, that was her personality. She really didn't have much, like, more beyond that. She was just like, I smoke yeah. a lot. And if anything, I can't the think you're about to say, that... I smoke a latte. <laughs> <laughs> she does smoke a latte. But um, what's his face? The uh, dad slash husband slash the original dog owner guy. I honestly don't even yeah, remember his name, which is probably idea. bad, but it's fine. But, like, the song he makes about her is, like, really just, like, it's just like poking fun. He's like not actually saying things about her character yeah. like for real. It's more just like, oh, she seems like such a bad person. We're gonna like make this song to like dramatize We're everything roast her. and roast yeah. her. It's like, but it was like pay, po- also poking fun at his wife because his wife is like, oh yeah, I work with this like Cro Deville lady, so she's gonna come over and do this thing, and he's just like, I'm gonna mess around upstairs and like get you really embarrassed and stuff. Well, at least if I remember correctly. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's just not, like a It doesn't weird, make sense. I don't really know why. Like, I yeah. understand. We're not going to sympathize with her. Yeah, no. I but mean, you can't do to that. be fair, has anyone here seen the Maleficent movies? No. Because there's two at this point, isn't there? And they're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I hear that how do they do that? Because I haven't seen them, and Maleficent's supposed to be a bad character. She's completely misunderstood in that. Um, like, Okay, she... are they, are they going to do that for this then? I don't think so. I mean, the way the Melissa... You should really see Melissa. It's really good. Okay. It's about... Um, it's almost like the entire human kingdom is racist against her kind. And she's, like, not oh. human. She's got this, like, these horns. Oh, yeah. And she's a fake she's creature. The, yeah. Um, she's got the, yeah. And so then she, like, adopts... Is it Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. Uh, and then Sleeping Beauty is, like, basically stolen away from her. Um, and she's not, like, a great person. Maleficent isn't. But it's, like... They really turn it around to where, like, she was hated her whole life. And... Isn't it that's Angelina right. Jolie? Yep. Yes. Huh. That's right. Didn't oh, I actually... Did watch. I've never seen it. Small tangent. I heard that, uh, I think, Little Sleeping Beauty, or, like, the one of the kids, was actually her daughter because all the other kids were too scared of her, oh. her outfit. That's what I've heard, uh, is that it's actually cool. her I don't daughter know because all the that's kids awesome. were, like, too freaked out by her, but her kid is like, ah, it's mom! But I don't know if that's actually true. <laughs> i watch Cloverfield for you guys. Your homework is Maleficent. Okay. All right. Yeah, but, it's probably uh, on Disney+, Plus, Plus, I would assume. Oh, it's yeah, gotta be. Um, but I just feel like I, <laughs> I'm a little worried that's the direction they're gonna go. Because you can't. She kills puppies. She's not... <laughs> yeah, and... 
You can't pull the you can't racist card okay. over. She's super white. You know, I yeah, don't think I just don't okay? think you can make her sympathetic because and and especially if you go, you know, she's like, oh look, I'm psycho. Haha. <laughs> I'm like, don't you try to make being psychotic like a cool quirky yeah. thing because that's not actually how it is in real life that's not good for any mental health like, education like right even joker like the, the way people treat that movie like that movie still like i questioned whether i should even watch that movie so it's just like right. that wasn't necessarily a cool thing like you know exactly and, yeah. i mean and, in that yeah. one you sympathize like you kind of go you oh, still kind of do yeah yeah like he's not like he's crazy and he does like terrible things but you kind of are like oh, i feel bad for him like, yeah. he needed help the entire time, and he never got it, and this is what That's happened. That's true. Yeah, yeah whereas... With, with this, it's not going to With be Cruella, it really does seem like, I'm cool, and I'm crazy, and I'm a boss, and I'm a woman, and girl power. And I'm like, no, why can't we just have girl power? Why does that have to be associated with crazy? Because already, just in history, there's been so much association with being insane and being feminine. And I don't know why we have to continue that, that connection, that stigma. But that's my feminist rant. I just don't know where this direction is going. Because I'm like, you don't need to tie your femininity in. With, you could tie that in with being a fashionista, for sure. That's totally fine. You could tie that in with t- tons of other things. But I'm like, you can't use that to defend killing puppies so yeah i just don't know i just know and who knows maybe it'll be like her turn her downfall it'll be an introduction to her like origin of like i used to be like this and then she finally accepts that she's evil and then by the end of the movie you're like oh she's actually evil now and this is bad I feel like that's yeah, the only I mean, way maybe they they'll make it. us feel bad for her. Like she just yeah. needs help. If she would have gotten help, this all would have been okay. I don't yeah. know, but she would have killed one hundred and one Dalmatians. Seems, it seems way too girl <laughs> boss that I'm really worried because every like they definitely made a cool. girl boss movie. Not every, but like I feel like any like good girl boss movie is not the ones that's like talked about that often. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, like what is it? Megan's. Jennifer's body. I haven't seen Jennifer's body, but I've heard that's a good example um, of that because it like shows like two different women doing very different things with their femininity and like like sort of exploring that and figuring it out. But like people don't talk about that that movie that very much. Um, But then there's like people when I think of like girl boss movies, they think of like oh all the remakes with like uh, Charlie's Angels and stuff. I'm just like well that's not it's not really yeah it's not original. Whereas like Jennifer's body is very original and. I don't know. I'm just going off at this point. <laughs> I just don't right. think this movie's going to be good. We'll see. Yeah. We will yeah, see. That's our movie news. We still got oh, yeah. to talk about. It is. No, we we or did we? We already talked about. We what? talked about Mortal Kombat. We talked about DC. No, I was talking about like we're barely heading into TV. We got. Oh yeah. Yeah, bit. we got kind of. It's a longer cast this week. Yeah, let's do it. Fine. <laughs> well, we get into TV. Um, I'll just real quick talk about Sword Art Online. I have two more episodes left. Something I did not realize when I was like talking about this show and how excited I am. I, I didn't really think about it. it. It says rated M for mature. Uh, for fear, smoking, and nudity. Uh, okay. Which is not something that you're used to seeing in Sword Art Online season one and two. Yeah. Um, but keep that in mind. There is some very dark stuff that ha- I mean, there's always dark stuff happening in Sword Art Online, but uh, they definitely. Uh, because they had that rated MA tag, they were able to do a little bit more. Uh, yeah. And so there are themes in Sword Art Online that seem to happen um, repetitively. And that like stuff happens again. Um, 
as far as just terrible situations um, that no one mm. wants to be in. And uh, then at the towards the end of the show, um, there's quite a bit of nudity, and there's it's weird anime nudity oh. where like everything's covered by hair, <laughs> so you don't really like really see anything, but it's mm-hmm. there. I mean, uh, she's literally not wearing clothes, so kind of keep that in mind. That's still awkward for that show. I'm 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 sure. Yeah, it's, I was really surprised just because it was like a rated T. Or whatever, not rated T, but whatever. Like TV fourteen, probably before. Or something. Yeah, um, definitely directed towards teenagers at the time, and it's uh, mature now. I was surprised to see yeah. that kind of coming to huh. fruition. Uh, wow. Yeah. So other than that, still such a good story. Uh, super, super crazy stuff going on, um, and so well written. There are things like I can't talk about, you know, the twists and turns, but there are things that are happening, <laughs> so that other things can happen. And I was just like, wow, that's so well done. There's, like, a full episode that I realized, like, literally couldn't have happened if something hadn't happened beforehand. And the foresight to, like, do that. Uh, huh. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> it's just so funny yeah. when you talk about Sword Art Online because every single person I know who has watched Sword Art Online, like, just kind of hates it. <laughs> it get it gets flack because it's it sits where Naruto and Dragon Ball Z yeah. and... A lot of the other shonen sits, so it, it gets flack just on that alone. Which is so weird to me, because I don't compare it to those at all. Right. Uh, like, I just I heard that it, it gets really bad. I heard it gets genuinely terrible. Huh. And I Which don't know if that's... Cody's not the right person to ask. Yeah, I, I was just saying, I could be so wrong. whatever could be Cody's terrible. opinion is, is not relevant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but, like, also, isn't there just, like, so many different sort of online shows slash movies slash just media in general i mean not really too much there's one spinoff uh that's completely adorable so good um but i think what throws people off maybe is that like sword art online no longer takes place in sword art online at all oh yeah that happened the first season and then it goes into a different game called gun gale yeah um and now we're in a totally different uh game and yeah so like i think that might throw some people off I thought was really interesting, uh, but I think it's kind of cool is like the art style literally changed yeah. um, for the different games uh, this cool, season. Actually, I do like that. It's very subtle, different art differences, but they go into yeah. the game and it's, you can there's tell. Where there's like, they're like Elvin kind of or something, right? It's more Oh yeah, fantasy. Elfheim. That was another yeah. one uh, that yeah. they went into for another season. Yeah. And so, like I could see that throwing people off a little bit, um, Yeah. but I, I don't know. I like it. I think it's great. It was so it was so huge when Sword Art Online came out that first season. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of fell away, and I don't know. I kind of stuck with it. it. I guess it's kind of <laughs> is the nickelback of anime when you talk about it, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's that's fair. I've always enjoyed it because <laughs> I, I still like some Nickelback songs, but I'm not gonna go around saying <laughs> I like Nickelback. I'm a Nickelback fan. Yeah, uh. if, gonna, if you say like, I'm an SAO fan, they're gonna someone's gonna punch you in the face. Apparently, I kind of forget oh. that people don't like it. Um, yeah. See, but, yeah, because like I haven't seen it. I've just heard. I just heard bad things. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, there is so the the spinoff takes place in Gungale, and it's about this very tall girl. Uh, who doesn't like being tall. Um, why? <laughs> Sorry, Shelly. I mean, Shelley. I know why, but it just makes me sad. 
so she's Shelly's like, no, I'm not gonna watch it. She's from Japan, where everyone is like super short. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. When I was in freaking so, Hong Kong, I'm like, I was like the tallest one there besides my husband. <laughs> and so she doesn't feel like she's attractive because she's tall. So she goes and plays a video game and uh, where she can be short, but yeah. her avatars are randomly generated, and she can't find a game where she can be short in it, like where she ends up being oh. short, until she lands on Gun Gale online which is like call of duty in their yeah. world um yeah, yeah, yeah. and she knows nothing about video games she just wants to play a short character that's funny <laughs> and so she ends up of course becoming like one of the best players but she's yeah. this tiny little like the character doesn't fit the game at all her little tiny uh <laughs> avatar. avatar and so she's got this p90 assault rifle right that she paints pink or she gets it pink uh and then whenever she gets like in like, whenever she gets confused or lost in something, she's like, what do I do? Pichon is what she calls her gun. Oh <laughs> and gosh. then it literally gets these little anime eyes, and the P90 talks to her. That's, wow. That's a better, that's a better story than Tall Girl. <laughs> Tall Girl <laughs> is bad. Oh. It's, it's good. It's sword art, so it's dark. Like they I didn't just... think you'd be talking this much about sword art, huh? Yeah. I know, I was like, real quick. Uh, sword art, they're like the big thing is that they're twisted. Right. Uh, each show seems like fun and haha, and then it gets really, really like heavy. Um, and so that happens in this too. But yeah. Um, I don't know. The spinoff was really, really cool to me. I love Peach on. I've actually, if uh, you go into my Apex game, uh, my P90 is what is it called? It's not called a P90. Uh, anyways. I have it. It's pink in Apex because of, of that show. Because of Sword Art? Nice. Yeah. I got hot pink. I think it's flamingo cool. pink, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. What else have you guys been watching? We'll talk about WandaVision at the end. I don't know what we can say, but we're going to talk yeah, about right. it. I haven't watched anything but WandaVision, so. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Well, WandaVision. Um, it's good. There's not much we can say. I was going to say, we can't yeah, talk about it. Yeah, it was such it. a pivotal episode. Can't yeah. talk about it, but it's big hype. Uh, that's all I'll it, say. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. excited about the right. It the confirms going. a pretty big role I think people were expecting to, to see from the comics. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of cool. Like, it confirmed some theories, it seems like. Oh, for sure. Um, we all had certain theories yeah. that were just like, Oh. But then there are still more that could be happening. Mm-hmm. So it's just like people aren't done theorizing yet, which I think is cool. Part of me is a yeah. little bit concerned just because yeah. the way that they set it up really seemed to be like... This um, is it kind of a thing. Yeah, it was like, you know, there's a reason this is happening. This reason is this. and But like, uh, I guess we all have theories. But now it's like there's more elements here than we thought, which is yeah. interesting. But I'm a little worried about it. I'm just yeah, like it's, it's it's kind of tightened down now. Like there's not really they can't yeah. really do too much more now. Exactly, exactly. And I'm just like you know there was so much like talk about like why is you know why is all of this happening and like that being so vague and now it's kind of like we know why this is happening but all the, there's these other factors we didn't think about how is that really affecting things and i don't know obviously mm-hmm. i have to talk so vague because we, we yeah. don't spoil it, spoil it but if <laughs> we you know need to do a spoiler you, hopefully you know what i'm getting at if you've seen it um yeah there's really not much we can the one thing i think we, we can, can say um is the theme episode themes have been near the 60s 50s 50s 60s yeah. and so on this one was like 
docu whatever whatever style which, office is. Which I think we all knew that it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, so there were trailers. Uh, that it was Modern Family based. But what's so yeah. funny is that the intro song sounded incredibly similar to The Office. So oh, like, yeah. they they really took that 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 era of television and ran with it, which is yeah. very fun to watch. Like I still love that they're despite all the crazy things that are happening, the actual plot and other things, like they're sticking with this, you know, generation by generation, decade by decade thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes me really curious to see like, so what's this next one gonna be on? Like I guess the I guess it lines up because the next one will be 2010s, and then the last one's going to end up being 2020, I guess. But yeah. who knows? Right? Like, maybe they're done with the styles. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna, I mean, we'll see, right? So, yeah. and the last two should be an hour long each. Right. That's what I've heard. That's that's what I keep hearing. I can't imagine they want to do a Big Bang Theory style. Like, oh, yeah, But that's so generic. Can. I mean, that's like Friends was in the 90s. Yeah. It's very similar to Big Bang Theory now. Maybe. Um... um yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, I think the that rumors... I, supposedly the, this episode should have been an hour uh, longer. Yeah, I heard it was supposed to be three episodes, yeah. the last three. And then after that, I was like, oh, it's going to be the last two episodes. And I'm like, <laughs> I would definitely, I definitely would assume the last one would be an hour. But yeah, yeah. we'll see if this one... They've got a be. lot to do in the next two episodes. Yeah. They do. They yeah, have they a do. lot to freaking explain so mm-hmm. <laughs> they better get yeah. do some I, the two, I didn't ex- assume we'll get a second season um oh i doubt i doubt if this so, is if this is leading to what i think it's leading to and if it's really connect they've already said and this is not spoiler because they've already they said this before the show was even out they said that it was sort of connected to like um the doctor, next strange. doctor strange movie yeah like if it's really just leading to that they really do not need another season um right it's all an intro into the next phase of the mcu what the next <laughs> phase is going to sort of show us mm. and, and what's going to have so that's pretty hype yeah yeah well we will keep going I, I was getting the farther we get into the show the less it seems we can talk about one division yeah um yep it happens we'll have a spoiler cast probably once all yeah. over. Let's we'll start with the trailer that came out. Um, there's a new trailer for Invincible, which is Robert Kirkman's comic book turned into a TV show on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, Stephen Young's in it, which I think is really cool because he played. He plays. It's too late. I already said played. Uh, Glenn in Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, and Walking Dead, obviously, Robert Kirkman did that comic book too. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen Young is, like, really into Robert Kirkman's comic books. Yeah. And I think that goes to show, if he's in this, that he probably just saw that name and was like, sign me up. Yeah. Um, J.K. Simmons is in it, too, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, Some big names. I-, I wanted to highlight this one mainly because, like, yeah, yeah, big names are attached to it. But the animation is super cool. Like, I love how it's traditional animation instead of, like, 3D animation and oh, all yeah. these new styles that people are trying to do. I'm like, you know what? This looks like cartoons. This looks like a really well-made cartoon, but also reminiscent of like the ones I watched as a kid. Yeah, it reminds me kind of Archer-esque in the in the thick drawings of it all. But it it doesn't look like it doesn't take me out of it. It's not a deal breaker for me. Yeah, it definitely looks like a comic book. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Justice League War style. Um, Yes, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, artistically, but like like I said, the there's more of these thicker drawings. Yep. around every character um looks bloody <laughs> there was a lot of yeah going on. there's a part that does get uh yeah pretty bloody but uh it, 
yeah, it looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah, it does, for sure. I think I think March 29th on Amazon Prime is uh, was was the date. Oh, cool. Okay. Yep. It's coming up. Coming uh, soon. I on Netflix. We just got kind of a poster for Wednesday, yeah. which I was so excited about this show. I didn't know that like I would be excited about something like this. Um, Tim Burton is making a TV show. It's his first TV show he's ever made. Um, yep. Tim Burton, if you don't know, I think everybody knows it. Yeah, the list of movies. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Big Fish, Edward Scissorhands, Batman. Uh, Batman. Yes, Batman. Edward Scissorhands, yeah, obviously a huge one. Yeah. Um. Uh, so many. Yeah, he's there's there's a lot. Anyways, he is making um a show about Wednesday, who is the daughter in Adam's family, but it's yeah. going to be like this coming of age show. And it's live action. Yeah, live action. This so. better show up on Netflix on a Wednesday. I don't care what <laughs> Netflix thinks about when people are gonna watch this. They it better show up on a Wednesday. Wednesday, Anna. I this could be really really cool. Yeah. Especially, I don't think I would be as excited if it wasn't Tim Burton. Yeah, and then he hasn't done anything in forever, mm-hmm. which is cool. It's really kind of the perfect thing for him. Did he do the original Adam's Family? That wouldn't surprise me at all. Fact check time. Yeah, we don't have anyone in the back end I anymore. Sh- <laughs> I should have fact checked that before we started. Shoot. I yeah. We'll see. Anyways, I bet that he did. That sounds like something he would have done. Nope. It was Barry Sonfeld. Oh. Okay. Don't know who that is. Uh, okay. It's like Barry. He's out of family. Tim Burton. It's like Barry B. Benson, voiced by Seinfeld. <laughs> Sweeney Todd, Beetlejuice, so many movies. Anyways, maybe he didn't, but still, that's a good fit. Yeah, enough so that I was like, I figured it would be something he would have done. Um, Moving on then into the last one, there was we talked about Movie Pass a lot on the podcast. We had Movie Pass. Yeah, (laughs) all of us. Yeah, most of us. Yeah. Well, I I had Movie Pass way before your like. Way before it got big. I don't even know. Yeah, you guys didn't even know. I wasn't even part of Geeks on Grace when I had Movie Pass. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, That's I cool. had it. So there was a point where it ended up being like $60 a month, but if you got in early, it was $30 um, for two. Or yeah. $60 for two. And so me and my wife both had one. We paid the $60, yeah. but we got two instead of, instead of one card. Um, yeah. And I was the only one using it, so we stopped um i used it a couple times but really it was only for like it we weren't getting our money's worth out of it right Um, oh see i used mine a lot when i had it i used it once a week i went to see a movie once a week and and that makes it worth it and how much were you paying at the time it was cheaper than it it was cheap it was only like 10 or 12 bucks or something which which kind of what ran them into the ground i think um yeah and that's kind of what this is news is about i guess but I, I have the theater right by my house. When I first moved here, I was like, I'm getting movie pass because I'm going to walk to the movie theater every single Friday. Cool. <laughs> um, anyways, it's now gone. It died. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so there's making a Can't document. Blame. Can't blame COVID for that one. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Um, <laughs> Unrealistic Ideas is the production company of Mark Wahlberg. Um, so a big name behind this is doing a documentary on the rise and fall of movie pass yeah uh and i don't know that's pretty cool oh it says right here 2011 was wow yeah 
So I probably literally had it. I'm pretty sure it. I still have my movie pass card somewhere. That'll be fun <laughs> to go back and look at. So I probably had it around 2013. Wow. Um, so crazy. But I'm I'm really I, curious. I love watching yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I've said uh, forever that Sonic like 6 I would love to know. really cool, and I think that's what this is kind of like, right? Like is what kind of like McMillions and stuff like that? Oh yeah. Um. So we'll see. I don't know. There's no release date or anything. It's just that it's it's coming out. That's pretty fascinating. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading on it a little bit. I just it went down to nine ninety five a month in twenty seventeen. Yes. Yep. That's when people started getting it, and yeah. Crazy. Like I said, we paid thirty dollars a piece for ours. Yeah. I remember us just like talking so much about it, like at the beginning of this podcast. It was in the news so it. much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially like twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. I think in particular was that was the big year for it. So. Like it got really popular, and then it couldn't yep. keep up. It was in the news a lot for a long time. Yeah, I still say, um, and AMC has kind of already been doing this. Uh, like the companies needed to make their own. It didn't make sense for movie pass to work for cinemark and for a third party AMC yeah and, yep. you know it's like amc if they want to get people in you know they can do like 30 dollars a month and you can watch three I movies th- i think it began to cost more than movie pass was ready for it like they tried to be affordable but it ended up costing them more money than anything yeah well i think the plan was they were going to have you know enough people yeah get it that that would kind of offset the cost and it just they didn't have enough people to go <laughs> down to ten dollars then uh, everybody got it, and they're like, "Oh, yeah." So I don't know. We'll we'll have to see what goes on. I I would like to see AMC kind of push more for this, and and other companies, yeah. Cinemark have their own. And I'm trying to think of the other one that's in town. We don't have a Cinemark, but we have a. Don't remember. I know it's big. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> what other big southern movie company is out there? <laughs> uh i don't know they the, the grand is a big one out here i think that's also cinemark though it's gonna bug me now <laughs> i want to look it up uh but other than that i think we are i think that's the news for the day um I'm yeah trying to stall and figure this out and it's malco malco theaters you guys geeking out about anything else this week nope shelly i don't think so I got a heritage thingy, my heritage, whatever DNA test. Oh. Um, yeah, for Christmas actually. It's been a long time coming, um, but I'm gonna do the swabs tonight, and then I'll figure oh, out cool. where I'm from. Very cool. I'm excited. I'm sure a lot of people are like, I can't believe you'd give your DNA to a private company. I'm um, trying to find out so if you're much. a Viking at all. Yeah. <laughs> if I've got one percent of Norway in me, it's over. If you do, then we're probably somehow related, because, like, every Norwegian is, apparently. That's true. <laughs> and everyone lives in Ballard, in Seattle. Ballard <laughs> is, in the Ballard area in Seattle, fun fact, very unrelated to this podcast, um, it's where the highest percentage or of, uh, I think, Norwegians live outside of Norway in the world. Oh, wow. I mean, that's cool. Really? When you think about travel, though, that's probably the part of the country that they, you know... that. Well, yeah, I mean, like, my freaking... Yeah. Mom grew up in a place called uh, Finn, uh, like Norway Hill, and I went to middle school in a place called Finn Hill because that's where all the Finnish <laughs> people lived. Cool. And every, every, we all just came. That's kind of so crazy if we're related in some way, just because a... I'm so short and you're so tall. We're yeah. like we're twentieth cousins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cody just wants to know if he's a Viking at all. That's basically it. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, I don't have a lot of like family history stuff though, so I'm curious what the that that is cool, yeah, that in, is cool in that way though. Yeah, if you yeah. don't know, might as well. Because like for me, it's like my I know my great grandparents came straight yeah. from Norway, so like I'm very aware of like where most of my blood comes from. But came if you don't where? know, like you should check it out. Came from where, Shelley? Norway. Or just North. Scandinavia in general. Oh, so you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. No, I'm definitely... And for me, that's... Shelly's like, I am full Viking. <laughs> I'm not... I mean, I'm, like, not full full, but I... That's definitely where most of my, like, yeah. DNA is, like, oriented. Um, right. Like, I'm related... My my great aunt swore that we were related to Edvard Grieg somehow. She wouldn't really say, like, how closely, but I assume it's, like, super duper <laughs> great uncle or something, because I'm pretty sure he never had kids, but whatever. That's cool. Cody, don't tell me you don't know who that is. Huh? No, you said Ivar, right? Edvard Grieg? Edvard, oh, I thought, never mind. <laughs> Gross, composer! <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, that's kind of basically like I know where a lot of my Mexican heritage comes from. So I think that's right, cool. Yeah. You might be able to learn a little about, yeah, you'll, you'll yeah. learn something about your Supposedly, heritage. like, they actually cool. go into, like, some of the family tree stuff, too, so. Oh, that's cool. That'd be yeah. neat. My family is kind of all over the place. It'd be cool to yeah. check some of that out. All right. Yeah. We're going to the podcast there. Um, I'll keep you guys updated when I get my results. Sweet. Cool. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can find me streaming at twitch.tv slash geeksandergrace Tuesday nights. Um, I might do VR tomorrow. We'll see. I also still have not reached the epilogue in Hades. I'm like pushing 100 hours in this guy. So like, we'll see. Maybe I'll just do that and try to finish it off. I swear... I have to be close, but we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> cool. And LJ? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LJ and pretty much everywhere. That's where you can find me on Instagram and TikTok and everywhere. Um, and then streaming on our Twitch channel on Fridays, or at least trying to these days, uh, twitch.tv slash geeksintergrace. Cool. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. Oh!